0: Good morning, everybody. It is 821 on Wednesday, August 4th, and it's Billy right here from New Mexico, Albuquerque specifically, packing up, headed back. Actually, no, we can do some story time. So I came all the way to New Mexico from San Diego to watch Packy Naughton pitch. He's pitching with the Salt Lake Bees, uh, AAA organization of the Los Angeles Angels. So two nights ago, uh, we go out to dinner. Buffalo Wild Wings, crushed some wings. We're talking about how well things are going and what's been going on in his career, yada, yada, yada. I feel like there's a good chance that I'll be called up soon. Like, great. Can't wait to watch pitch tomorrow. Um, So, wake up yesterday um, again, expecting to see Packy pitch. Spend the day in Albuquerque going around local shops, checked stuff out, had some good um, enchiladas. And I go home for the pregame nap and wake up to a phone, to missed phone calls. Packy Naughton has been called up to the La- uh, Anaheim or whoever they are, Los Angeles Angels. So, um, bummed I didn't get to see him pitch in New Mexico, but packing up, headed back to San Diego, and then headed to Los Angeles to hope, hopefully see Packy pitch this weekend. So, kudos to Packy Naughton. Super excited for him and a fun story to tell nonetheless. Um, Anyway, this is the Sons of Saturday. We are brought to you by the Main Street Pharmacy in Blacksburg. Jeremy Counts has held it down ever since I met him. He's done a phenomenal job. He's also partnered with student athletes. You see that he's been working with Trey Turner and having him as one of the representatives for his business. Look, if you need your prescriptions filled, if you need new pencils, if you need any type of essentials for your home, Please head to Main Street Pharmacy. Uh, It's easy to go to the, we won't name people by names, but it's easy to go to some of the chains. No, 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 no. We want to support local. We want to support people who love and are in the Blacksburg community. And Jeremy Counts is that guy. He's that guy, pal. He's that guy. So check out Main Street Pharmacy. What do we have for you today? Brad Worthman and Evan Massengill, our friends from the Hokie Club and the... Athletic Department are here to answer some questions about the upcoming season and some other things and initiatives that the Hokie Club is putting together. Really exciting stuff. Uh, Glad they were able to come back and join the podcast. But without further ado, we're going to turn it over to the 555 and then Evan and Brad and Pat and I. Shout out to my guy, Packy. Shout out to New Mexico. Really underrated state if anybody is looking to uh, go on a little bit of a trip. But... Hope everybody's having a good week, and we will talk to you soon, or in a few seconds, actually.
1: All right, everyone. It is Tuesday, October—not October. Wow, Tuesday, <laughs> August third. August third. Need some more coffee. It's August third. We are one month away from kickoff, six p.m., September third, Friday night against the Tar Heels. And uh, to honor the month, the month away, uh, we are bringing back some special guests, continuing the series. I believe this is the third time we're having Brad Worthman and Evan Massengill. Join the show. Coming from the Hokies, coming live from Virginia Tech, you know, they're, they're in athletics, they're in the Hokie Club, they're in fundraising, but we're not going to go with titles because guess what? We're all, we're all moving in the same direction here. That doesn't matter. Throw out the records. We're here to win some football games. We're here to hype up Hokie Nation. So, uh, you know, even before we jump into it, Brad, Evan, how are we today?
2: Hey, thanks for having us guys. Uh, we are, we are good. We are exactly 31 days away from kickoff. Um, not that we are counting down, but we are, um, and we're feeling great. It's, you know, we've got, we've got camp opening up report days tomorrow and practice starts on Thursday. Um, so it, it, it's funny. We've been every day. They, they run highlights from the North Carolina game from 2020 in the weight room. Every day, Coach Hilgert, and it's exclusively what is on the screen at all times. Um, so we have seen that for months now. And I'm just excited to that we're 31 days away from not having to see those highlights anymore.
0: Can I say one thing uh, real quick? I got to say, so this is a podcast. There's no visual here, but we have a wonderful shot of Brad is in the athletic department building. He is dressed to the nines. America's back. I'm excited to see you back in office, getting after it, talking to people, hugging handshakes. Absolutely love it, Brad. Love to
2: see it. It's exciting.
1: (laughs) So over the next, uh, over the next few minutes here, we're going to highlight some things that I'm sure all of Hokie nation is interested in. Uh, Obviously want to talk about the upcoming football season, what fans can expect on game day this year. Uh, which will be surely to be super exciting, but also want to talk about some of the Hokie Club initiatives that are coming up uh, this fall as well. So we'll start it off talking about tickets. Billy Ray, I know this was news that we kind of heard earlier in the week, but kick us off.
0: Sure. So Evan, we're going to play a game. I know that you do this all the time. You're fielding phone calls. Um, but we're going to do it live. We're gonna. This is both an audition to see how you're doing your job currently and also for us to maybe slow down the amount of calls that you get uh, with these questions. So it's kind of helping you while also putting you under a microscope a little bit. But question number one, what is the deal with the tickets? Uh, I love tangible tickets. Um, it looks like we're moving virtual. Both sell me on the virtual ticket uh, experience and movement and then also let me know how that's going to work
3: is this one for Brad because uh it's probably best if uh if he goes
2: in that direction. Here is here is the hope of this. We have heard for years that people have a hard time transferring tickets to a friend. We've ha- we've heard that people have a hard time distributing tickets if they're not in the same vicinity. What moving to mobile ticketing does is it gives us the chance and the opportunity to answer some of those questions. It does not mean that we don't want people to have commemorative opportunities. It doesn't mean that we don't want people to hang on. I, I, I'm a guy who keeps ticket stubs, right? Like I, I have ticket stubs. Um, I still, to this day, have the ticket stub from the first ever concert I saw, which was Kiss, the greatest rock band of all time. Don't at me, it's the fact. Um, but so I, I feel that side of it. Um, but I would also argue that we have to adjust to the opportunity in front of us. And so we will launch next week, uh, we'll give a ton of information. It'll probably be information overload, truly, but we will give a ton of information to all fans and ticket holders as far as how this will work for them. And there are really simple steps to doing it. Like everything, we would encourage you to download your ticket before you come to the game. Right, but again, normally you—if traditionally you would have gone through the process of taking your tickets off the fridge or taking them out of the drawer or making sure that they're in your glove box, whatever it is, we would ask you to do that. That doesn't mean that we won't have solutions, right? We'll have hotspots set up and, and mobile opportunities for people. If they need to get access to Wi-Fi. we don't have Wi-Fi for the whole stadium yet, um, but that we'll find solutions that help at the entrance points and the gates. But the whole reason behind the move to mobile ticketing, it gives the ultimate flexibility to our fans. It gives the full opportunity to have it. What Again, what we'll explain is you'll have the opportunity to download your tickets direct into the app, and you can keep everything in the Hokey Sports app if you want it to. You will have the ability to transfer your tickets by text message to a friend, and all they have to do is, is respond yes, and then they'll get access to the tickets that you've given to them. You can, te- you can transfer tickets through email. That's a pretty simple and straightforward process, um, but you can do all of these things, and none of that is possible unless we go mobile. If we stay hard tickets and printed tickets and physical tickets, none of that's possible. The other thing, and it's it's reality, um, it will be about a seventy-five dollars to $100,000 savings in, in that process annually. Um, tickets and parking passes are not cheap to print. Um, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it there will be areas where we have them, right? And for example, where we need identifiers up in um, clubs and suites, right? As people come off the elevator, we need to know that they have an access point and a ticket for that area. So those will still be hard tickets, Uh, but the bulk of them, and we know it, they end up on the ground. So we will be able to take care of that. So many questions though for folks will be answered next week. um, That literally just, will give step-by-step instructions on how to access all of these and how to unlock all the features with it. So something... And a few things...
3: Go ahead, Evan. Sorry, a few things to, to add. It Just because uh, we say mobile doesn't mean that you can't print your tickets at home, right? Um, there's that ability as well. Um, and we've also reached out to some accounts that we know um, usually have issues with, with printed uh, material. So we're, we're doing that as well. So it's not just, Hey, we're, we're going mobile, tough luck. It's, uh, we're trying to make as, as many, um, uh, opportunities as possible to, to do it the right way. Um, Brad mentioned next week, uh, that information will go out on the night and, uh, I think everything will be compiled in there. And, and also, there will be some opportunities through uh, different activities that we're going to do in the Hokie Club to, uh, to maybe get a commemorative ticket or something along those lines.
0: That was exactly what my question was, was I know it's something that's probably not ironed out yet, but um, the fact that you're going to be able to uh, or you're working on a way to have that commemorative piece um, is, uh, is super cool. So that, that was my only other question. Uh, Pat, I know you had some questions revolving around some of the packs of tickets. So I'll let you uh, take that away.
1: Love the ticket pack. So uh, over the course of the summer, we've seen a variety of packages come out for ticket options uh, this upcoming fall. I know I think there's a recent graduate pack from the Hokie Club. There is a North Carolina four pack. There are a couple other um, options. I know one had Notre Dame, one did not have Notre Dame. But as far as like Breaking down what these packages looks like, what is the strategy behind it all? You kind know, of what goes into that? How do you decide? Hey, Carolina, we're doing a four pack. You know, or will there be a Notre Dame four pack? Will there be a you know a, a Duke four pack? Just kind of curious to know um, a peek behind the curtain of of what goes into that, and you know, even which which ones are performing well, or you know, what kind of results have have come in so far.
2: So I'll I'll do my best to give you some of it. Um, The reality is there's a lot of data that goes into these decisions Uh, and it's not, it's not just as easy as, Hey, we play North Carolina. Let's sell 4 pack. Right. That, that isn't, that isn't it. Um, Because it starts and ends for us with the value that a season ticket holder has. Our commitment is that season ticket holders will have the best value. People can define value in different ways though, right? Value doesn't mean period, full stop that you will have the opportunity to pay the lowest price, there's value in having the same seat for every game. There's value in being a member of a hockey club. There's value in having access to parking passes. There's value in all of these elements. So when we really start to break down ticket packages and how they work, um, it really is more science than art, as boring as that sounds. Uh, but we we work really hard to make sure that the packages are A, attractive, B, that they find an opportunity to move people into at some points, areas that we need to fill in the stadium or games that we want to fill, right? There's a reason though, there's a four pack for UNC. It's not discounted. It's the single game price times four. We just opened it earlier than single games in an effort to let people who wanted to buy North Carolina participate. One of the things that we're seeing too, um, and I imagine everybody probably feels similarly, whatnot, um, that what we're seeing across the industry is that people are spending, there's a group of people who will buy season tickets and that is what they will buy, right? They commit to seven or six or however many Saturdays and they commit to it and they know that they build their fall around that. Then there's a group of people who would spend more money on one or two games and will do it based on their own schedule and what works for them and the opponent. Um, And we see a lot of that traffic, quite honestly, go to the stub hubs of the world. Right. Because if, and I'll use an example, if Billy Ray buys a seat on the 50 yard line and for Notre Dame, he decides that he is going to stay in sunny San Diego instead of return to Blacksburg, which is a terrible choice by Billy, he might turn around and try to sell that ticket. And Pat might say, Hey, you know what? I'm coming in just for Notre Dame this year. I will pay a little bit more and buy a prime seat. We have already committed that seat to Billy. What Billy chooses to do with that is up to him. But Pat, we may not be the most attractive offering for Pat in that moment because there's an alternative vehicle for him. Um, So really when it comes down to it, the way that we view packages, our responsibility through what we will call the primary market, right? Our own ticket office, the primary market for us consists of season tickets and packages that you may purchase. But really when it comes down to single game tickets, if you're making a choice, you're probably pulling up a StubHub app or a or, or somewhere in that market. Again, we're a we're a partner of StubHub because we know that purchases are guaranteed in that space. So if anyone has an issue, we know we can help solve them. Um, but that's really the way it kind of works for us when we think about packages. Is what can we do to either drive additional quantity of tickets or to give people an offering that they wouldn't get? StubHub is a primary you buy one game. We can offer a difference than that.
0: Well, Brad, just just a quick rebuttal uh, on two things. One, my ass is going to be in a seat for the Notre Dame game. Uh, two. Excellent news. San Diego is fantastic. I'm not sure how much time you spent there. It wasn't a difficult decision, but it definitely was a decision.
2: Certainly not anti-San Diego. I'm no. just saying Blacksburg, Blacksburg on October 9th will be better.
0: Absolutely. And then number three, let's say hypothetically, now Pat and I both have our season tickets to handle. We're both season ticket holders. Pat's not going to be coming to me saying, I can't go to the game unless you get your ticket. But – if there was another Pat and Billy combo who didn't have season tickets, I would easily transfer that ticket over to Pat Finn with the virtual ticket. So I just wanted could. to connect the, connect the, group. you
2: could absolutely much uh-huh. easier than it used to be. You would have had to get, put it into a FedEx envelope and mail it to him.
0: Who wants to do that? Not me. Right. Um, moving on to other things that are going on in lane stadium, or let's just talk about some of the stuff going on in lane stadium. The most excited I am about this Now, I just want to say, Hardywood beer, great deal for Hardywood beer. We're going to have beer in Lane Stadium. That is fantastic. I am so excited about that. Is Hardywood beer, from my understanding, Hardywood beer is exclusively the beer that is available in Lane Stadium this fall. Is that true? No, sir. That is not. That's not true.
2: That is not true. So, Fighting Hobie's Lager is correct. So, I want to make sure I'm I'm clear on it. Fighting Hobie's Lager is absolutely – a partner of ours and will be, will be in the stadium. Uh, But there will be all of the, the elements of the rainbow, you might say, um, will be included in that. And that will change over time. Uh, We will see how that, we'll see how it evolves and how it goes. Um, But we definitely have some, some pretty exciting plans in that space. Um, And again, that is 10 years ago. This was probably a more taboo concept to talk about, Um, Mm -hmm. but moving forward, you know, especially when you, when you view the stats and the data from, programs and schools who do sell beer in the venue. Uh, I think right now we're at 58 of the power five. So 58 of the 65 schools inclusive of us um, are in that space. And um, the bulk of the data shows that issues related to alcohol consumption actually go down if you sell beer in the stadium. Um, So, and that's been across the board. There's no front load going on before the game. Correct. So, So yeah, it, it, but we'll have we'll have a bunch of options available through all of our distributors.
0: Uh, do you know which available options are gonna? I mean, is it gonna be Miller Time? Are we gonna have? Uh, can I keep my six pack with some Michelob Ultra? Like, what are we? Well, uh, is this something that'll come out later, or is there is there some information around that?
2: Yeah, so the, there's some. Um, I mean, we'll we'll be able to announce more of it once we're we're in the process of onboarding a brand new concessions partner. Um, so they are Aramark is our, our new concessions partner. They're the global leader in this space. And so some of it is being worked out in real time right now. And then locations of sale is being worked out right now. But it's, I guess, in the to be boring, um, you can expect to see all the standards, right? That's and then where we will mix and match is it, when it comes to alternative craft beers and whatnot, what we can do in there. Uh, but we want to make sure we do it right. And the easiest way to do that is to go with some of the, the industry leaders in that space. So yes, you can keep your six pack.
0: Well, Brad, I was just saying, and make sure that we have Miller available right by section five, because I'll be making, I'll be making plenty of trips over to the Aramark Mart uh, on a, uh, on game day. Um, what about other stuff going on in Lane stadium? Uh, we have a couple of written in questions about game day experience, specific questions, uh, is there something that you guys are working on or something that uh, fans could expect that might be a little bit different in Lane Stadium without giving anything away?
2: Yeah I apologize I feel like I'm, I'm jumping in and answering these and, and Evan's not getting the shot uh, but let me let me try well, to tackle
3: Brad Brad's got the uh, Brad's got the knowledge on on game day uh, he, he's overseeing a lot of that I'm, I, I'll talk dollars and cents later it's all good. oh that's right
2: that's right I'll, I'll deal with the fun stuff uh, Evan Evan can deal with the important stuff. Um, when, when we think about game day and this is really what our, the team that is working on this, I'm really proud of them, uh, because game day doesn't just happen, right? I think there are times where, where folks would assume that you just show up at a game and the game just goes on, right? The videos that you'll see all of that, that is stuff that has been worked on for months. We started working on football game day in January of 2021. So this is not a, Hey, we're starting on August 3rd, you know, this is, this has been happening for nearly eight months now. Um, and what I'm most excited about is there has been a single singular commitment to returning to the terror bell. So the way that we've tried to tackle that internally has been, and, and these are, I, I hope that folks won't find this boring. We've talked about the fact that it is our responsibility to throw the biggest party in, in Southwest Virginia, right? We're the only place in Southwest Virginia that allows 66,000 people to come in and party. Um, so let's do that. And let's not get in the way of having that experience last year, everybody watched us on television, you know, and what we have always been worried about is, is the at home experience better than the in stadium viewing experience. And sometimes the answer is yes, but, I can promise you when we hit the first note of Enter Sandman, sitting at home is not going to be any fun. But being in lane is going to be a really good time. And so what what we have challenged our entire team to work on is that moment you can't it's kind of like a roller coaster, right? This is how we describe it. You have to have moments where you go up the first hill and down the first hill and then you kind of get into a valley and you go up the second hill and down the second hill, then you go through whatever features are on the roller coaster. That's our goal with this, right? Is to send you on this ride with us to give you the license to have fun and then to knock it in your way. Games that are run really, really well. And especially like when, when we think about what it means to say, welcome to the Terror Dome. For us, it's about the fact that home field advantage matters and that we want you as a visiting team to come into our venue and know that you are in for a heck of a night. Uh, and that our fans, Coach Fu says it all the time, right? Our fans come to games to participate. They don't come to games to sit and watch. They come to games to influence the outcome. So that has been our commitment over the summer and then over the spring um, is let's get back to the concept of the terrordome Let's get back to letting people have fun. Let's minimize some of the intrusions in the game. Um, and let's focus on the fact that when we go to a media timeout, let's find ways to get fans involved so whether that is karaoke cam or dance cam or the sizzle cam where someone wins bacon um or that's kicking a field goal for ten thousand dollars or let's find a way for people to cheer in moments where the ball is not in play um and then let's turn it up when we're on defense
0: i gotta say with one of those uh some people think it's quirky i i remember when when uh on game day the players love the lip reading I think that's yep. one of the funniest ones that we that we, I don't know if the fans love it but I know I know we always got a, a huge kick out of it. I guess coach so for coach Fuente, maybe you guys they should show them before the game so everybody's not laughing about it during the game but it's definitely a huge hit for uh for everybody.
2: It it really is. It's to me what it all comes down to. It game days are only complicated if we make them complicated right? Think about the greatest game that you have ever been at, whether it's at Virginia Tech or elsewhere. It's probably a moment where you were lost in that in that moment, right? It had nothing to do with the greatest moments in game day history were not, hey, I'm sitting there checking other scores on my phone at other games. It is high-fiving a stranger. It's all the stuff we didn't get to do last year that we are going to double down on really aggressively uh, and make sure that that's at the forefront of any decision we make.
0: I would bet that Pat and I are probably thinking about uh, thinking about the same thing when you mentioned that. Um, but uh, Pat, I know you have, uh, I know you have the next topic here.
1: It's its everything we didn't get to do last year. It's everything that we did get to do in the uh, the six overtime game. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, really excited for, uh, for 31 days from now, but let's segue into the Hokie club. So a lot of initiatives going on here over the next few months with the Hokie club. But even just to to zoom out before we get into the nitty-gritty, in December 2016, the Drive for 25 was announced, Um, the campaign for 25,000 Hokie Club members. Now, at that point, we had just around 10,000 members in December of 2016. Now, we're about four four and three-quarters years since then, approaching five years in December. How many members are we at now? (laughs) <laughs> How's progress looked? And then what are we looking to make up between now and uh, that five-year mark?
3: Brad, are, are we good with a, a, a number announcement right now?
2: <laughs> it, it, it's it's a dangerous game. And the only reason was- it <laughs> is, it is because it continues to grow, right? Like we are four months in, if my math is right, four, four or five months into our membership drive year. Um, we just finished up our basketball seat selection or excuse me, basketball season ticket renewal process, which obviously there's, there's some overlap in that space. Um, We feel, I guess, put it this way, we are going, we ended last year right around 20,000, right? So at the end of March 31st, when we got through all that, right around 20,000, we feel pretty confident that we will beat that number this year. Uh, Evan, if you have, if you have a more specific, Hey, here's where we're at as of July 31st, um, feel free. But uh, from my standpoint, we feel with forecasts and some of the things that are coming up, uh, we feel pretty good that we'll be able to get past that 20,000 number.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's all about how you count it drive-year-wise for us. Um, To be honest, um, I've been out of the office. I'm actually in a, this is probably the most people that have ever heard the podcast live are being recorded. I'm in a 15 passenger van with a church youth group. So that's, that's wow! Good. What a guy! What a guy! This, this guy, is, is
0: this guy, the best person ever. Church <laughs> no, no. van on the podcast. You wear a lot of hats,
3: my friend. Well, they're the best people ever because they've been silent since we started, so it's been great. Oh, it's full!
0: Uh, it's full of people. I thought you okay. were just driving it solo. You're in a car full of kids. This is the best group of kids ever.
3: Yeah, they're great. They're being awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have been called grandpa this week and uh they did make fun of the fact that i still had facebook so uh, that's a little a little disheartening but um yeah no i you know the the number ch- the number changes uh but based on like you know the drive year and how that works but we fully expect to hit twenty five thousand members uh in the coming months uh i was if, about if to I'm, ask you that I, I was about to ask you that Aaron.
0: i'm gonna put i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna i'm gonna nail you down here if you were putting a if you were putting a sir, so I'm circling this calendar month or this time frame, what is the goal? When do we want to be there? When are we looking to put our hands over our heads and say, hey, we did it. Now we're going for 100 k drive for 125 now. What, what are we looking for for 25?
3: If the NCAA allowed me to be a betting man, um I I wouldn't I wouldn't even market two more months. Wow. Two more months. We've been talking about this. I just I, I feel I feel really strongly with our team, the team that's that's working on this and some of the some of the micro campaigns that are coming you all's way and, and some of the initiatives, whether it's Triumph Together or the uh, sports specific uh, funding or journey back home or we've got a we've got a real we've got a real uh, good one coming in September. Um I, I just feel like we're gonna we're gonna get there pretty quickly. Let's Brad, go. your thoughts?
1: Let's go. All right. So let's talk about it. Tech Triumph Together. Or triumph Together. I saw it come across my email a few days ago. Uh, it looks like that is, you know, one of the first micro events that is uh, ongoing here. Fundraising initiative uh, from September 1st to the 3rd. Evan, if you want to kind of walk us through uh, Triumph Together here and, and uh, you know, how does it differ from Drive for 25 and Drive for 25 Blitz? It's the same thing. Just give us the uh, the overview.
3: Yeah, so it's the fourth iteration. Um, we actually ran a a small one last year, uh, but it was, it was, uh, the team actually did a great job and generated, you know, something like $600,000. So it was, uh, it was just a little bit different. We didn't, uh, we weren't full-fledged behind it marketing-wise, but we, uh, we're back. We're excited about Triumph together. Uh, started as the drive for 25 day. We then took it to Blitz. Um, keep, uh, that we had the, uh, jump with us last year and this year is going to be triumph together uh it's sports specific giving so uh this is an opportunity for you to give to your to your favorite sport to give to the sports that you think are underrepresented or or that you really really care about and you have a passion for um so right now we have ambassador signups open that's the big thing that went out yesterday um it's the ability to sign up and be an ambassador and so we're asking people to uh to join in and, and ask their friends and their family and the, the neighbor and the the guy that is disappointed, you know, in, in November, because he's a UVA fan, you know, ask them all, we want everybody on board. We want everybody to be a part of Hokie nation. So, uh, we're, we're super jacked about that. And we're going to have some, uh, ambassador, uh, you know, prizes, uh, for the top five. And, and I know we've got some ambassador prizes for some of our, uh, some of our, our boards and, um, influencers as you will. I think you guys are going to participate in that. So we're excited about that as well.
0: Wow. Excited, excited to, uh, no, I won't pretend like it. I won't pretend. We're excited to share it with you. We're excited to share it with you. It's going to be, it's going to be a
1: ton of fun. Sorry. I'm looking at, I'm looking at some of these prizes here. We got two pregame sideline passes for enter Sandman can speak from experience. That is, uh, that is one of the best, best times you can ever have. I mean, Pat,
0: Pat was on TV. The Hokey club got <laughs> Pat Finn on television with this. You're, with you're the, welcome, Pat. You're
1: welcome. <laughs> yeah. I will say the, that Carolina game was really fun, but uh, you know, one of the reasons it was so much fun was because uh, I, I was able to finish in the top five a couple of years ago and, and receive this gift firsthand experience uh, did the sideline passes for, uh, for Carolina uh, Two court side table tickets for men's basketball versus an AC opponent, and then uh, a couple options here for four indoor club tickets to a football game of your choice. So that is um, that's a rock star prize as well. Um, other initiatives that are going on, Evan, I know uh, I know there's a few other ones that uh, that we're talking about. Uh, what, yeah. what kind of top of your mind?
3: Yeah, well, uh, while we're in the sports specific uh, realm, uh, we'll stay in that same vein and, and go with the. Uh, we're going to start something that I don't know that any other school in the country is doing. Uh, we're going to do year-round sports-specific giving through crowdfunder, um, and so like, it, it, think of GoFundMe on Facebook or you know different different avenues like that. Um, that's the same same concept. So we're going to do year-round year-round crowdfunder uh, for sports-specific giving. Um, we're excited about that. It'll give. Uh, sports opportunity to to raise funds for different initiatives that they're working on different little things that they need throughout the year um, to help supplement their, their operating budget and their foundation. So we're, we're jacked about that. Uh, we've got the fan day and virtual 5k coming up. Um, and, you know, we did have, we did see a little bit of a drop off in, in numbers that, uh, you know, through signups, but we expected that that was something that we saw coming Ah, uh, people want to be in Blacksburg. They want to be, um, you know, in Lane Stadium. So we're 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 trying to to loop in both virtual and and in in person. Um, the thing that I'm really jacked up about, and I know Brad's gonna talk on, on it, is uh, the journey back home. That's something that we're going to uh, launch tomorrow. It, it's launching with the uh, the start of fall camp. It will uh, August 26th, I believe, with the end of fall camp. And uh, it's something we were able to adapt during COVID. We did things virtually, and we we did them well. And we we tried to uh, tried to to reach people in in their homes uh, where they were at. And now we're going to try to successfully transition some of those campaigns that worked really well in this space to 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 our new normal. I guess uh, the virtual sell did did have a gift component last year, but we found that. 80% of those folks that participated uh, didn't necessarily have season. They were doing a virtual sellout and they were participating, but they didn't even have, you know, season tickets normally. So it happened in, and thus the journey back home was born. Um, it's something that we're really, you know, excited about. And then you'll see some of those those dedicated micro campaigns, like you saw with uh with the, uh, the popcorn box last year uh, you'll see some of those dedicated micro campaigns this year we, we saw that Hokey Nation is you know they want to be seen as one big family and it's our student athletes and our, our donors that make up that that family of Hokey Nation and, and we're all in this together and we're stronger together so we've got some really cool dedicated micro campaigns that we're going to launch be on the lookout early September that's all I'll say about that Brad uh, you want to touch on Journey Back Home? I know you're jacked about it. Or you guys have any questions about what I just rattled off?
2: So I, I am excited about the Journey Back Home, to Evan's point. You know, we did the virtual sellout last year, which worked really, really well. And people showed an affinity for it. Heck, you all, I think, bought Section 5, if I remember correctly. So when you think about that, where the Journey Back Home is interesting is, it, go, and, it and honestly, Pat, it goes to your question about about ticket packages, right? And how does that, how do those work? Um, We understand that returning to Blacksburg for seven days a year is not in the cards for some people, right? There's, there's some people who cannot get back here. doesn't mean they're not tailgating where they are. It doesn't mean they're not waking up at whatever time it is that we kick off. It doesn't mean that they're not doing those things. And that is, you know, Hokey nation is not just national, right. It's, it's around the world. And so we've got some folks all over the world that participate and we know because they write in and they send us emails and say, Hey, you know, how can we watch at X, Y, Z time in this country? Uh, so the journey back home is a, a it, we think it'll be pretty interesting uh, and it, it will help the totality of, of campus as well. Um, But basically for a minimum gift during camp of $25, you have the opportunity to win a a trip. We've partnered with some, some great partners um, and they're providing a trip back here in October for one person who donates to the hockey club during camp. Uh, And again, a minimum gift of $25. There are, there are rules and regulations and a whole thing with it, right. That we don't need to bog everybody down with, but, It'll be a really exciting terms opportunity. Of terms of conditions
3: are on the uh, the website, so we're good. That's right.
2: That's right. I, I I tried not to say any of those out loud, but um, they're there, and it'll be an interesting opportunity because wherever you're from, you know, if this is if we are going to claim, which I fully believe, we will claim that this is home, right? That means there's always an opportunity for you to come back, um, and this is our opportunity to say, hey, he, we're we're pretty excited about the fact that camp opens. We want you to be excited as well. We certainly want you to help us achieve our shared goals, and in doing so, we're going to pick one lucky person from somewhere in the world to come back, and it will be at random. Um, but we want to make it a pretty cool thing, right? We want to we want to find somebody who it it's going to be pretty hard to get back, um, and we want to make that possible. But but it, it it will be at random, so we don't know who will win. And if it goes well, um, who knows? We reserve the right to make it more than one. You know, but uh, it's, and one of the questions I, I, I laughed, one of the questions that came in was about um, infamous orange smoke on game day. Um, and, you know, when we when we think about that, here's the real answer with this journey back home or any of the things that we do. Like all of us, there are going to be some things that we do that will go really well. And there are things that we will, we will do that we look back on and say, you know what? That didn't go exactly according to plan. Um, we don't know if journey back home will bring in 10,000 donors, 500 donors, or 50 donors. Um, but we're going to keep trying, right? It's We talk about it all the time as a group. It's about progress, not perfection. Uh, and we will continue to try some things that move the needle and push the envelope. And those things that work, we will double down on.
0: So you just jumped into Letters from the Lunch Pail. I have to double ask, does that mean that we're not doing Smoker <laughs> Nance? <in this? laughs>
2: Shoot, I got, I got ahead. Um,
3: well it's so, I got so excited I got so excited about all the things cool things we were doing I didn't even go into what the journey back home was so Brad had to, <laughs> had to step in there so it, you know just go a, ahead and, and lead away
2: yeah we'll 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 just we'll rock through it um yeah the, so the short answer is is the orange smoke will not be returning for 2021 um and and again there I I don't I don't mind saying it and, and heaven knows I, I, I can take the heat. Um, but I don't ever, I ask our team to do this all the time. And so I'm a hypocrite if I don't do it as well, I'm never not going to ask our team to try. And part to me, what that means is give it a shot yeah, and and commit to it. Right. And if it doesn't work, then don't be afraid to say, Hey, you know what? We gave it our best shot. It just didn't, it didn't hit. Cool. Nobody's
0: faulting um, anybody for trying. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think I, – and, and to take that step further, it's not like you're ramming it down people's throats. We did it. Does it smell right. great? Nope. Did it look <laughs> interesting? Yep. But you heard the feedback, and we're no longer doing
2: it. Right. So, we're adjusting. Instead, right. though, and what I will say, and this will probably freak some people out, and so – and I we don't have approval yet from the fire marshal, so I can't commit to it, but we are working at it um there there's this i don't even know where you're going with this but this. i know it's intense uh, but again i said right my first ever concert was kiss so for me live events imply you light things on fire and blow up a bunch of pyro so we are working with a company and attempting to get it and so this is a this is an inside information that is now i guess not inside and i don't know if it'll happen because we don't have approval yet so i'm i'm jumping the, the shark a little bit outside uh, information But there are, yeah, I guess, but there are some, uh, it's a, it's a huge flame unit called dragon's breath. So imagine if you will, what that concept would be. Uh, And we would love to shoot those from the entrance of the tunnel. Um, we're, we're awaiting, we're awaiting some yeses we can and and maybe some, some concern. Uh, But if we can figure out a way, we'll hang them up and try it and see what happens. And if we don't love it, then we'll leave it and go to the next one.
0: So. Sandman with fire. I mean, that's that. That's. I mean, I'll just come out and say that's a lot cooler than smoke grenades. I'll just that, I, that 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 sure sounds like a lot more fun than that. We we
2: agree. We uh, agree. And again, we can't we can't guarantee it. I'm I'm not the fire marshal, but we're gonna no, try.
0: No. Uh, well, we're definitely gonna uh, do the best we can over here to put some pressure on the on the fire marshals and lobby and lobby for it. So um, looking looking forward to that potentially. So that question came from Mike Young, 2020. His second half of the question. Uh, was any update on Wi-Fi in the stadium? So I know that that's something that isn't ready right now. We're working on hotspots. Is that something that's still being talked about? Where are we on the Wi-Fi in the stadium or uh, improved cellular connectivity in the stadium?
2: Sure. Uh, so the reality is we talk about it all the time. And I don't say talk about it all the time as in we just talk about it with no action. Um, but it is the this is the hard reality. It's a $5 million investment. In order to have Wi-Fi cover Lane Stadium. So that's a lot of it's a lot of money that right now, and especially coming off a year of COVID, we need to put that money towards student athlete support. Right. And we need to put that money towards other things. So does that mean that it is never going to happen? Of course not. We we work at it every day and we work at every day finding alternative solutions. It's not, it's not uh, one solution or no solution. There are multiple, but we're working on all of them simultaneously. Um, and that's why for us, especially when we go to mobile ticketing priority, a is making sure that there's no issue at the gates. So we're working with a vendor and, and some partners in that space to try to make sure that that goes exactly according to plan. Does that mean that you'll be able to stream a movie from the stands of lane stadium? Still probably not. Right. Um, but if we are doing our job and I go back to the terror dome concept, the nice part, we have all the scores you could want on the ribbon boards. So at all times there will be other scores happening, um, and it won't be perfect from a Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi perspective, but it is not a back burner issue, right? It's very much a front burner issue. Um, you know, I, I heck, I'm part of the connected generation, right? Like I I grew up in many ways with a smartphone. Um, not, not to the level of some of our, our students right now, but I wasn't that much older when, when smartphones became a mandatory deal in, in my lifetime. So, um, the ability to stay connected, we understand the importance. Um, we just want to find a way to do it responsibly.
1: This next question comes from Ryan McCoy. I appreciate that they're supposedly offering lower priced concessions. Are they bringing in more premium options as well? Smithfield was a great addition a few years ago, but we lost B-dubs. would love to see some more premium options uh, in the future.
2: I had B-dubs last night. <laughs> that, that's excellent news. Um, we So I, I guess the answer to that question is, is a two-parter. I'll try to be brief. We believe really strongly in this concept of fan-friendly pricing. And we've wanted to do it for a few years. It was just and it, it nobody's fault. It, the way the previous concessions contract was written, we were unable to do it. Um, that was a big point for us in this new concessions contract. So having the ability to navigate through and have fan-friendly pricing, again, with some of your standard options, popcorn, hot dogs, water, soda, et cetera. Having those having prices reduced in that area to a more manageable amount for a family, um, that that was a really important point for us and a really critical point for us. The concept of premium items continues to also be an important point for us. And and again, where I get excited is thinking about the opportunities with our with our concessionaire. Um, they've got some really unique concepts that, and so, and some of them we will roll it out over time. Right? So what I don't want to do is say, hey, for UNC, our goal for UNC is to deliver a really great experience. And we can, can do that by controlling the controllables. You know, and we can do that by focusing on a handful of areas that we know we need to get perfect. Uh, and again, progress, right? It may not be perfect that night, but it, we're going to get as close as we possibly can to it. Thinking about premium options, we absolutely have that on the quote unquote roadmap with our, with our partner in that space. Um, there are bull and bones in the mix. Um, you know, we're obviously working through a variety. We want to try to have a level of local premium in that space, right? So local partners and local restaurants and find ways to feature them in our concession stands when possible. Uh, but then also have the opportunity with our concessions partner to, if somebody doesn't fill a void, then we can as well. Uh, but the reality, when we go back again, it's all it's science, not art. When we go back and look at the the numbers, almost eighty five percent of all purchases in concession stands are made out of your core four, your popcorn, your hot dogs, your soda, and your bottled water. Um, so the bulk of those purchases are made in that space. We have to get better at delivering on that day to day, and then we'll continue adding more to the mix. I
0: don't know if this is an Evan or a Brad question. Um, just I'm obviously not a, um, I'm not proficient in the food contracting uh, space, but I would be like, is there a percentage or like how significant is the, is the price difference that we were able to figure out with this new, with this new deal? Cause that, is, that certainly is significant. Um, how,
2: what, what are going to be the kind of results? It is fairly significant. Um, so you, you will see, but more so, and, and again, for those, if, if you pay attention to some of the other, Stadiums across the country, um, it's it's kind of like the everyday value menu, right? So you're going to see probably two dollar or three dollar at most in some of those items that used to be four, four fifty five or six dollars. So call it for all of those purposes either fifty to sixty five percent off compared to what you would have paid two years ago. Wow! In those venues, um, so it's a it's a really exciting deal, and it our hope right is that you can you can feed a family or a handful of friends without spending all of it. Um, And then, and, and we've seen it time and time again, Um, the Atlanta Falcons were really the first team to move into this, into this opportunity. And that probably happened seven years ago. Um, And then multiple NFL teams, multiple NBA teams, multiple Major League Baseball teams, and NHL teams have all moved in this model. Multiple collegiate uh, athletics programs have moved into this model as well. It all depends on when your contract is up. And for us, that happened to be this year. Can I ask what, how are you getting a return on it? How does it make sense
0: for you all to do? I'm going to eat a hot dog regardless, I'm actually going to eat multiple hot dogs regardless. We appreciate um, it. It's just, like it's just going to affect how much I, uh, I complain when I have to pay for it. Um, how much am I going to roll my eyes at the poor employee who didn't make the
2: prices, but mm-hmm. why, why, why does this make sense for you guys? So honestly, it makes sense because of what you just said. Um, financially, it may not be the best choice but we're doing it with the intent of fan experience mattering more. Um, and it matters more than the bottom line from a food and beverage contract. So that's why it's being done. Um,
3: well, and, and, the, it, and the Falcons even saw an, an uptick in sales. Um, when, mm-hmm. they, when they transitioned, they saw an uptick because a lot of times, you know, a family would decide, you know what, we're going to eat before we go. So we're not going to spend any dollars. We're, not, we're spending no money uh, on concessions at, at the Atlanta Falcons game. But now because they have fan friendly, that family is now spending $20 instead of zero. So, you know, there was a large uptick for the Falcons and, and they, you know, they do it differently with the, you know, it's refillable cups there. You know, it's great. So, um, but I, I think, and, and I'm sure Brad does too. I think we're going to see an increase in, in revenue in that, that space
0: hats off to you all. That's 50 to 65% is, is extremely significant. So um, uh, I'm excited and I'll reserve my eye rolls for uh, other stadiums uh, around the country. Um, Brett Stredge would like to know more about the partnership with Club Core and the new university club.
2: I'm excited because I know nothing about either of those things. So uh, I'll hey, Great. So uh, we're pretty excited about it too. We'll be I believe, don't quote me on this, it's one of uh, single digit, either seven or eight. I know there are, there's some work being done. Um, collegiate properties in the country that have this partnership with Club Core. Traditionally, Club Core manages golf courses um, all over. And they're, they have, probably for the last two decades, it's just been a smaller division for them, managed some clubs and in stadium operations. Uh, and so for us, where this partnership became a great opportunity... They have remodeled the president's club on the fourth floor of lane. um, And that will on non game days right now serve as an opportunity for a a dining opportunity, a membership driven model where kind of like a, um, a country club membership without the golf course. And so there will be an opportunity for faculty, there will be an opportunity for for the local community here in Blacksburg. An opportunity. Even for those of us who live in San Diego, um, you'll have the opportunity to join as a member. And then when you're in town, you can go there and you can you can eat at that restaurant. You can work through that facility. Um, so it's, to put it very simply, it's a really unique opportunity to take advantage of all that Lane has to offer on days that are not football game days. That's pretty damn cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're in the local Blacksburg area, uh, and if you wanted to just go in and work or, um, do whatever, um, yes. that's fantastic. Can you bring, can you bring a guest? How is that? Absolutely. That's a that is, that is super cool. I wouldn't be able to make the commute from here, but when I make my way back to, uh, back to the East coast and set up that, that
2: is, that is pretty damn cool. Where can you get more information on that? Uh, so the easiest place is if you just go to hopiesports.com, we've got information about our partnership there and how you can participate. Um, they are, they're working hard. I, sort of over this last month to get everything ready to go for game day, but uh, memberships will be available soon. Some of them are right now um, and folks can, can learn again, just I, I would direct to hokiesports.com as the, as the starting point. Um, And it will redirect you to more information about club core from there. Awesome.
1: we got two more letters left. This one comes from Truett, the optimistic Hokie. I love this guy. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> uh, he says, do we think Virginia tech could ever place towels or long handle pom pom type things on each seat in the stadium or student section for games like some other places do? I've always thought that was really cool and would be neat to start. I know we we've done this a couple of times in the past for like Ohio state and a couple
2: other games, but is that uh is that on the horizon this year? We have, we have done it a few times. Yes. And, and, and to that question, it, it is a great visual. Um, The short answer is, yes, we're always looking for ways to make an impact. Um, And then it just comes down to what we can, what can we reasonably afford and what, what can we spend on and what can't we? Um, So it's, it's not to say that we won't do it Um, and you can mix and match, right? You can, you can buy those in advance. Um, So it, it's a long-winded answer to a a really specific question of, yes, we will find a way to do it. Will it maybe happen for UNC? No. No. Uh, but it will happen over time. Yes. Well, Brad,
0: I'll just, you know, we could talk more about this offline, but I do remember, I do remember seeing some of those pom-poms. They had a Terrace View label on it. Maybe, Correct. maybe potential collaboration with Sons of Saturday to get some pom-poms in the student section. I don't there know. There we go. Now maybe, we're talking. Maybe, maybe I'm now. Not, That's the finance guy. So
2: <laughs> now we're talking. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, last question. Um, and probably the most important uh Cody Morton would like to know uh what does Evan enjoy more running multiple Spartan races in a year or traveling places places and trying as many different pizza slices
1: as possible
3: <laughs> Oh that's a, I appreciate that Cody um you know I only run them to uh so that I can eat um so, and and I'm a competitive dude so I I want to win when I run them um but yeah I, I like to eat better I gotta tell you, Evan, the pictures
0: that you post—and I know you know this—but they're badass, man. Those Spartan race pictures that you post—they're pretty. They're—they're—they're they're, they're pretty sweet. I don't know if I could—I don't know if I could do it, but uh the
3: content is definitely worth it. Well I appreciate it. I—I uh I think everybody can do it. Everybody can rock it. I, it's so much fun to do, and um I really have enjoyed getting to—to. To, you know, learn a little bit more. Me and Brad are starting to work out together. So that, you know, Whoa. wait for those pictures of Brad soon. Wait for those pictures of Brad soon.
2: The
0: Hokie Club Barbell Club. I gotta, uh, that's got a, that's got hashtag potential and contact potential. I love that.
2: <laughs> Evan, Evan graciously just lets me tag along.
0: <laughs> this is Stop. true.
2: Coach Hilbert, when it, we, we have been working out in the football weight room, and I, I asked Coach, I said, hey, if I ever get in the way, just let me know. And he said, Brad, you don't lift enough weight yet to get in the way. <laughs> And I said, noted. Okay. All right. That's, that's my challenge.
0: Uh, well, guys, this has been a ton of fun. I appreciate y'all always taking the time to come in and uh, answer questions to talk about what's going on. And as we say all the time, appreciate all the hard work that y'all are doing and keeping this thing moving and everybody in the hockey club and the supporting group and folks who are forwarding the emails, making their, look, I, I'll just say it, force your friends to sign up like real Virginia tech alumni force their friends to sign up. Um, uh, that's just how it is some people may go about it a little nicer no i've literally just badger my friends to sign up and if they don't want to i just ask them why so force your friends to sign up 2021 that's our initiative um but i hope you guys have a great rest of your week uh and looking forward to seeing you guys in blacksburg for north carolina
2: yeah thanks thanks to both of you and to everybody we really appreciate it we're 31 days, right? Uh, it, it's hard to believe but we're ready to go. We are we're ready for this one.
3: I want to thank you both, man. Y'all y'all always are pushing the content and I I've enjoyed listening to to what you guys have put out with Ham and with Braxton and Brock and and James Mitchell. So thank you guys for for carrying the banner. Uh, we we really appreciate you having us on.
2: And I forgot too a special dedication. If you've made it to the end of this podcast, at Pat Finn's request, um, the night the night of the Carolina game, there will be a certain song played right before kickoff uh, that will be done specifically because Pat asked. So uh, it'll be a it, it'll be a good one to add to the mix.
0: That's one hell of an Easter egg at the end of the podcast. Y'all have a good week. Couple days late, but better late than never. Have a good one, everybody.
4: To wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. And all that she said is, Oh, I know just what you're thinking. Please don't go. Let's sink and trash. to you.